Hi there, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I'm Rachel Shores. I am a travel artist living in Germany, painting my inner and outer journeys. And I am with Laomi. Yeah, hi, I'm uh, Laomi. I'm a German-based artist. I create textile works with uh, imaginary people on it at the moment with soy and earth pigments. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. I can't wait till we dive into your world. I want to like, I feel like, I know you're not secretive about it, but we really haven't talked about like, what is this entire world? What is going on and how did it get invented and why? But maybe we can think yeah, about talking about that one day. Yeah, we, we can. So I, maybe that's what we just spoke about. I wrote my artist statement, so I know much better now what I'm actually doing. <laughs> it really helped me to, 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 be clear about it because most of the time I don't know if it's how it's with you but I spend time in the studio I create and I don't know what I actually do <laughs> I have to detach from it in a way and look at it and somehow realize what I actually did <laughs> and that's uh, and then to write an artist segment is something very difficult to do it's so incredibly difficult but it's very helpful <laughs> that's what I really mean. yes Yes, I'm glad you keep talking about that because I'm realizing I need to go back and review mine. As far as I got today, and as I've been trying to redo my Instagram profile, which is much smaller. But I do feel like I feel like if you can get down, if you can get your artist statement down to 150 characters, whatever Instagram allows, then you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, an artist statement should be around 150 words. I, I don't know. I didn't manage that. I think mine was about a bit under. 200 but it's it's okay I'm okay <laughs> with it. but I think okay. what what you should put on your website which should be your artist bio that should also be about 150 words and it should talk about your I don't know your the stages in your life that led to be led to your art career in a way it can be I don't know education yeah Personal stuff can be whatever. And that's what it's about. And it's very interesting. <laughs> and the artist statement is weird because in a way it's kind of philosophical. So you have to write about your art and it's mm. it's pretty difficult. <laughs> it's enlightening in a way. Yeah. So um we were also talking about our experiences with sharing art exactly and that's getting into art show i mean yeah. Art shows. yeah that's that's it so i spend a lot of time with writing this artist statement in my bio and somehow it makes it easier to know what i'm actually doing i think before i did that before i looked at it closely i had no idea what i was actually doing if I, some, someone would have asked me what I, I thought, yeah well and then maybe i would would, would have gone to some, some, some i don't know gallery another gallery non-profit space or whatever that wouldn't even fit because somehow i had yeah. no idea what's the essence of my work and i thought well it's a painting so i go somewhere where people show painting but that, i think that's not it and that's yeah. where, where we all fail where i failed because i thought okay i go there they show things that you can put on the wall my stuff is something you can put on the wall and they will be excited about it it's not like this and yeah. you have to go deeper and 
I think last time we also spoke about that. So it has to speak to you. And I think it's not just, oh, I'm, I'm putting paint on a canvas. <laughs> That's not it. So the better you know yourself and the better you know your art. Oh, there's someone, someone on the phone. Should I just stop? I'm, I'm back in a sec. Oh, we're back. So sorry, I was a phone call. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what we just uh, spoke. Yeah, that's what I said. The better you know yourself as an artist, the better you know where to show your art. That's, that's what came to my mind. And somehow. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I, I like that because, you know, I've been in a lot of different galleries and I don't feel like the art I really want to do or that I really love doing really fits in a gallery because it's mm -hmm. the experience of it is more of a spiritual experience mm -hmm. as not there to be, you know, judged or looked at or decided if it, you know, will go well with a couch or not. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. And that that's what I think. The work I do now at the moment is not for that either. I, I don't even think it's there to be bought in a way. I think it's more to be shown. Mm. Like like an installation somehow. I have no idea how to <laughs> but, Yeah, you know, that I really like that because I've I learned a lot. Oh, I have an artist I want to plug today. I want to plug Lisa Middleton. Mm -hmm. She is amazing. And she, slight rant quick. <laughs> she's an artist that's making it. She's found her niche. She's found her thing. She's found the need and her thing is watercolor maps. And so she gets mm. people who are really, have are really nerdy about maps. She creates these beautiful, artistic, mm. old fashioned looking maps of really neat places to explore, very wilderness area, you know, and she is very much about being kind of local and rustic. And so she shares out of um, uh, farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. And um, she has found a few places that are like, she's found her people are kind of like fishermen, hunter people, outdoorsy people. And so kind of Northern, Northern North America. I don't even know what she ends up almost almost more of a more like um she's still she's still around where art is sold but it's almost like um where you could almost find supplies as well like mm. um, I can't think of it anyways she's doing she does that fantastic and she's been a great mentor and one of her lessons that she told me you know, is that, you know, your, your original piece is your most valuable thing and don't ever undersell it because mm -hmm. there's only one of it. And if people, if you really want to make it affordable and attainable, turn it into prints and you can make a million different products. And that's what you can try to, that's what you can um, promote and experiment with and tweak and change. And so she does, you know, her maps are coming on all these different materials and different sizes and, you know, tapestries and blankets and giant mm. fine art pieces and, you know, all these things. And, you know, she, she finds the right price point for people. Yeah. I thought a lot about this. Have you thought about it? Do you want to sell print? So you want to have your art in a book? I don't know. What's, or do you want to make 
individual pieces for like a commission? I, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love, so yes. So this podcast is really for me because I am terrible about marketing commissions, but I absolutely love them. Okay. But I absolutely, but I also feel like I don't get the kind of money or the exchange. Money doesn't usually create the fair exchange mm-hmm. that I want. So what ends up happening is I will find a person and we match. There's something there, and it's like they have a story or a visualization or. Um, they lift my spirit in a certain way. And like, I'm just have this calling to paint their commission, you know, something for them. And sometimes it's as a thank you. Sometimes it's, it's it's been really strange. (laughs) And I think, um, I mean, we live in a world where where yeah, there is money, (laughs) that's an exchange. And I think, I think yeah. people who like your work would love to, to pay you for it. That's what yeah. I I would like I when I when I think of what I would like to do, I wish that I had a bunch of people like I like the idea of the Patreon idea where mm-hmm. somebody everyone can pay a couple dollars a month mm-hmm. or they see and they like the lifestyle I have or they like the art I produce. And then I my my um income is taken care of without being contingent on who Mm -hmm. I paint for and then I can choose anybody because like I've like like I've painted you know one of the one of the ones I think about you know is like I painted a portrait for a a guy who lost his fiance two months before their wedding Uh, and it's like I'm not gonna charge him yeah I know what you mean so you know, and, and I wanted to paint it. I want him to remember his fiance. And it was just such this, such a sad story. And mm. I'm honored that he even asked me and that I got to participate in it. So, but yeah. that doesn't pay my bills. <laughs> I think you have to have people who want it you anyways. To, I think you have to have people who want you to who want to support the, the work you do. Yeah. 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 I had this really some, I had a really fantastic idea there for a while. And then I just was so discouraged with how to uh, market, you know, then I had to market Patreon, Patreon, you know, and then I'm like, oh, come be a Patreon, come be a Patreon. Then after share, you know, then how are people good? And then a lot of my stuff is so personal that I don't even know if people are okay with me sharing their paintings so now you just have to trust me that I'm making these connections to paintings <laughs> or I mean I did learn one thing I did learn about myself is like you know I did have one person that was like no this is my painting I don't want anyone to see it and I'm like all right that's not my client you know like paint art is meant to be shared and I won't do that one again you know what I also think of maybe you could find some funding for your book project that would be something yeah 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 and the book yeah so yeah I guess we're talking about two different things because when I talk about my spiritual I think of my final resting place my final uh final arrival as an artist is doing this spiritual transformational work and 
um, eventually I think I will have the gumption to charge for it and then help businesses, help coaching businesses mm-hmm. kind of illustrate their um, mission. And then, then I can, then I'll be helping people make their money because they're, they're illustrating their, their message better with my art and colors. Um, that's in the future, but yeah. So, so the, the story one and the travels is more, I'm, I am more comfortable with it because it's just a story. It's my past. I'm just, I just have to get it down. And, and to me, like the most, I'm, I'm afraid of what people will think about me being in my forties, reliving my twenties, like the glorified, you know, no, football star, high school football star. That's what I keep comparing myself to, <laughs> but I'm more concerned about dying without my story being written down and it just being lost. So well, I'm going to do it anyways, whether people think. Um, <laughs> what I like to think of maybe it's, it helps as well to think of in projects. I mean, this is a project you can take all your stuff as, as a project. So yeah. And that makes it, and you can, deal with it in a different way some some projects are to just to yeah. be in the world some projects are maybe also to make that i can make them make prints i don't know or, or sell the originals and that's how yeah. i try to deal with it so it makes yeah. it easier for me and i don't have to think about my art globally in a way what is it and yeah. I, just, I love that yeah yeah because it has an end yeah like, I, I know that and 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 this project has steps and eventually one day I will have my coffee table art you know travel book and that's now it's complete exactly. <laughs> and then I can do then I then my project can be marketing it and once I've sold so many copies then I can call that complete or whatever you can have a project where you where you have an art show with your originals or you can have a project where you sell your prints or you can have yeah. this project yeah. where you maybe get some funding to to paint those very personal painting yeah. maybe that that's easier that's it's easier for me yeah. now i have this project with these textile works and i have no idea i mean this is not something you sell it doesn't make sense so yeah. this is kind of a project i want to show and maybe maybe make prints out of them i don't know but that's not the point so i have to find yeah. a, a, oh, I, I like what you say about project because now i'm just kind of thinking about my timeline like if you if if you're thinking about like what's your next, what's your next three month project, you know, and maybe eventually my project will be like filling that time with commissions. Yeah, exactly. You know? And now I can, now I know how many commissions I want and how much space I have and how much I, you know, it's successful when I am making this much, you know, selling this, the commission at this price. And then, yeah, yeah nice. I think as an artist that we have to have different streams of income maybe that's it and if, yeah. if you see this as kind of projects you have to you can have them simultaneously I mean you can yeah. work on your personal project and I can make my paintings and I can also sell prints or show, show my prints somewhere I show my originals somewhere and I think it makes yeah. it easier for me to, to somehow get my head around this yeah I like that I like that a lot and I would like yeah and the trick is sometimes the side hustles or the the little other streams of income end up being more time consuming than real. Yeah, but if you just see this as a project, you can just end it. I say, okay, yeah. I just pause this project for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So I don't know. For, for me, 
I also heard this that there's a difference between having your art shown, I don't know, in museums or whatever, or in, in large art shows and selling it. That's a totally different market. And I realized, oh, maybe yeah. that's true. So that was some, some kind of eye opener to me because I thought, okay, you have these large shows and then you sell, but it's not true. Yeah. <laughs> so you can go there and just have, enter jury shows or whatever and, 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 and feel totally good as an artist and have it received, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then you don't make any money out, maybe a bit. <laughs> and then you have to find a way to sell prints. Yeah. Well, and and I think when we talk about shows or, or displaying our art, I really feel like that. I think the challenge or what it teaches us or shows us is how we are fitting into our community or how we want mm -hmm. to be, what we're willing to suffer through. <laughs> you know, and. And, and, you know, and, and what is one person's suffering is somebody else's, you know, joy, you know, um, I think like good examples are like open studio, like mm -hmm. I don't know how well I would do with open studio because I'd feel pretty stressed trying to clean mm -hmm. up my house enough to have people come visit me. Yeah, I totally but, you know, or, you know, doing the farmer's market idea, which mm -hmm. I'm not going to do because I keep Sabbath, you know, Saturday is the biggest marketing time, you know, I'm losing out. It just doesn't work timing wise for me yeah. to go set up a, a booth on a Sunday and nothing happens on Sundays in Germany. So, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's my revenue out for. You could for do that. So there's some some um, craft and art shows on Sunday, but I've, I've done it with my prints and it was fine for the time, but somehow it doesn't fit anymore. I, I don't know. I think that's a very good way of. of showing your work and being out there for some people but some are for my life it does for the work yeah. my current project <laughs> just it's not a good fit maybe that's yeah. that's how it is. I do yeah I do really think I really think the conventions and farmers markets or those you know in-person things are such a great way absolutely for an artist to like a small investment yeah figure out what they you know, get to know people, yeah. get to see people be out. Because, I mean, really re interacting with public is yeah. how you get to be recognized. And and once you realize who seeing your stuff and who's attracted to your stuff, I mean, those are a huge, huge learning experience. I would always advise to do it. It's not, maybe it's not the perfect stream of income to rely on, but as a side hustle, as we said, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. And you can talk to the people and you can see yeah into their eyes when I look at your stuff and I think that's such a valuable yeah. experience and I would yeah. definitely advise people to, to, yeah. to try this yeah and I feel like I feel like that with those craft fairs you know fairs farmers markets those those outdoor fairs one of the one of the like hidden um chances with those is to show people how creative you are but with how you display your art and how you you know show it and and solve the issues of like you know protective protection from the elements and storing your things and and um or, or or what you sell it on yeah and when you see it all in a collection and all in like this mini store that is your store you know for so that that's what i have know. to say if, if you have a chance to go there and have just i don't know a table or something if you do this every week it's it is pretty uh, exhausting and it's hard work so you have to know that so it's it's 
um, not always easy. <laughs> but I would, would also advise someone who wants to start out just to set up a show somewhere. Maybe find a space by, where you just do it by yourself or maybe in a library. I don't know, but that's something just to get it out there and have people see it. <laughs> but the other, the other thing though too I think it's really important to do it in a place you know find if you can find the ones that you resonate with absolutely because if you're doing it as a group and as a community and that completely changes it I think because it's like farmers markets you know that might work for me mm -hmm. because I really like local and the mm -hmm. local support and the whole you know smaller footprint thing so I probably would find more like-minded people mm -hmm. um and I really like being around I actually vegetables really inspire me to paint mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, would, why not? but you know and then there but then there's also like um and but then you know like another example I've seen is like fairgrounds like it's mm -hmm. in 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 the U.S. there's fairs mm -hmm. and like those actually were pretty discouraging to me um there was just a diff there was fewer artists and there was more like ml mlm people mm -hmm. and it was just more of a salesy mm -hmm. I know feeling and less of a community thing it was it was like this feeling of oh there's a bunch of people coming through this place let's see how much money we can get from them yeah. whereas the farming community is more yeah. i don't know it's just a different feel you know and like another example is like where um, when I was in Asheville and I was at, at a gallery, they were really well connected with this big um, comic con nerd, you know, convention that had come through. And like a lot of the artists were huge into it because they're huge nerd fans, you know, mm -hmm. and that and for me, I was just like, oh, never. What I did, I wasn't. Yeah, it was actually also flea markets just in the area. Is yeah. It was nice. I, I went there just to be out there and to be to show my stuff and to talk to people. It, I mean, it, it's very, it's it's an exhausting kind of work. Yeah. You have to know that, but it, it's fun to be out there. And yeah, and I, I, I've been actually the most successful, most fun art shows I ever had were the ones I organized completely by myself. I oh, yeah. had this space. I went there, I set it all up, I printed everything, and then we had a lot of fun and a lot of people came over just also pop-up galleries and I don't know empty shop I don't know what yeah. they were and th these were the ones I really liked and I tried several things with art clubs and in, in Germany it was a disaster all the time and they never cared so they said okay we set this up and I put a lot of effort in there and I said oh yeah we sent out the invitations and we print up posters and they never did they never did and I always ended up oh no one came just my friends so yeah, I thought okay, I could have done this. <laughs> that was yeah. that was kind of so you have to be very careful with whom you work because yeah. when they say oh yeah artists and so on, when you have a bad feeling about this, don't do it. <laughs> so I decided oh yeah, they're not club, so there there will there will be art art people who love art. It was never like this. It was terrible. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this is where I'm seeing a really great success too, is when people can collaborate with their shared, with a shared interest. I know an artist, he is very, oh my goodness, he paints all the time. I can never, he is such a fast painter. He's like make he's creating whole shows, you know, every couple months by himself. Mm -hmm. And, and he's like, he's a little bit of a, 
I mean, I can't even I can't even describe him. He's he's a real character. He's really fun. Um, Blakely Ferguson. We'll do another. <laughs> yeah, just got him down. Another, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do another bump for my friend. <laughs> but he does these shows, and he ended up fi- he ended up making friends with a bartender. And what does his bartender have but a bar where he can hang up his like cool weird art in this cool weird bar? Yeah, that's and then he cool. collaborated with. I, I'm not sure, but I think he's like collaborating with like a mini local brewery, and they like. Oh, that's cool. Create a he the the brewery created a beer to go with, and he creates a piece of art to go with the new beer that they're trying out, and so now there's like this is this whole event with these cool weird you know kind of oh, art people, yeah, and then his art is really fun, bright graffiti kind of style, and I'm just like, see, he's like having fun and getting his vision out there with people with a similar you know uh um yeah similar goals and and I like that and that's it that I think we spoke about this just before when you go somewhere and they say yeah we love art so it doesn't mean (laughs) they love my art or your art (laughs) and that's what I experienced and that's what I said I always felt so small I, I did a lot of stuff and I wasn't very confident and it felt small, not because it was a small shop or it was a small, I don't know, because, but because the people never cared about it. And I belittled myself to show that. And I think that's my advice. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. If you find a shop, a very small shop, and they're totally into your art and I love it, do it. But if, yeah. if, if you feel little, if you, if you belittle yourself by showing there and they don't show any interest, don't do it, even if it's a gigantic shop. <laughs> don't yeah. Do it. yeah. Don't do it. Really, it has, to, it has to resonate with you somehow. Yeah, yeah. And I, think, and I think it goes along with what you were saying about the artist statement. Like, mm-hmm. if you know, I think, you know, I think what would help artists is knowing yourself. Yeah. You know, the better you know yourself and the better you'll know what your art um yeah like you say resonates with or what we reflect yeah. with you know and one of the things I've learned about myself for as a spiritual artist like I am right in there with you you know if I do if I'm going to be showing my art I'm going to find a yoga studio I'm going to find mm-hmm. a massage therapist you know place and that's where I'm going to be now and and um chiropractors I've been I've had very good mm-hmm. luck with chiropractors and I don't know where you would have a, a space that's public enough, but like, I know therapists, I have several therapists have my pieces in their, in their um, offices. And so like, that's, that's, I'm the touchy feely person. That's, that's mm-hmm. going to be what I'm going to look for. Yeah. Well, I think that's good to know. Otherwise you just go there, they, they have a, I don't know, a shop and I say, we, we yeah. and, and, and totally wrong people come in there and it makes no sense and it, it hurts it hurts when when you yeah. reject it but it's not because of your art because you show it to the wrong people and that yeah it's, don't do that that's just especially in the beginning all these yeah. rejections that are actually they don't have to be they don't have to yeah. be like this really not yeah, so, yeah. and I, I feel like I, I feel like I make that I have made that mistake with yeah. um I think, uh, like I feel like my art is close mm-hmm. to like greeting card, watercolor, mm-hmm. kind of Hallmark places with like little gift shops. Mm-hmm. And I've thought that I'm like, oh, this would be, yeah. you know, oh, I do watercolor and my watercolor is as greeting cards. This would be a good place yep. for me, but it's not like this exactly. is, That's what these I'm are doing. flowers and, and, and calligraphy and wedding invitations. Like that's, 
my stuff just looks too weird being there even though it's still pretty and it's still watercolor it just doesn't quite fit and I just need to accept that or go yeah, paint some flowers <laughs> and that's I think that's a very good insight because then you go there and you say but it's watercolor as well but they don't like it and you feel rejected and then you might even think it's because my art is bad no and then then you know the downward spiral starts and that's not how it is it just doesn't fit and therefore you have to look close at it and, and and know what you're doing and know who's looking for stuff like this you have to put yeah. it in front of the right people and that's what i'm working on at the moment because i i never understood that i always did the wrong things and went somewhere and they heard me and they didn't understand what i was doing and i always i thought it's my art it's what i do uh, wrong but this is not true i mean when you go to i don't know a country festival as a punk band it doesn't make sense it's, and it doesn't make sense and then you're oh gosh should I, well, what's wrong with me <laughs> you're yeah. at the wrong festival what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah yeah i'm definitely i think that's such a great example when you think of um you know, think of some band you went to go see in a concert and then they had some opening band that was not the genre. Yeah. And you're just like, they're in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah, maybe if they would go to some other festival, people would love them, but not yeah. there, you know, it doesn't fit. And that's, I think that's the kind of mistake I always made. And that, to, to write my artist statement and to get, to, to be honest with myself, really helped me. I'm, I think I'm getting there now. And now I know I don't have to make art that everybody likes. I mean, that's impossible. Yeah. But now I can go there and say, okay, this space, I, I don't have, even have to try. They will hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think yeah. that um, I would wish, actually, I would have gotten this advice a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something yeah. that's very valuable. To, and, and actually, when yeah, I, I think, I, think um, I don't know if this is good advice or not, but like, I think you can also kind of think, Maybe, maybe you can also look at where you would like to see your art mm -hmm. and then what kind of art you would have for that space. And maybe that will help, you know, maybe coming it from that angle will help you understand what your art is as well. Because mm -hmm. like a, a good example is, you know, I have my very favorite cafe here. Mm -hmm. and Erlang and, and that's one of my dreams is like I mean it's not a very big dream but one day I want to have my art there really? but I'm not going to share my spiritual art there mm -hmm. you know I'm only going to post up my travel art you know yeah. I have my little watercolors around Erlang and it's going to do great and it'll be cute and sweet and you know I'll get caught I know people will like it because it's realistic art which I feel is like the safe art <laughs> And I'm good enough at, at making it, you know, represent what people see. So people, it's familiar and easy and it's safe and it'll be enjoyed. It's not my. But have you thought about just trying something different? I mean, maybe you should challenge the audience a bit. I mean, you have to feel, feel okay. With well, and this is the neat thing about that cafe is they share some really strange art too. Um, and that would work mm -hmm. probably but I don't know I've, I've I've had my art I've put my art in cafes before and like when I was in Asheville I've, I've had stuff in Carborough North Carolina like I've had I've had art in different cafes in different places and it's kind of the I feel like cafes are the place to be ignored <laughs> 
yeah that's like i mean yeah like people are coming in you're you are there to be part of the background and people are there just to enjoy the art and most people i've you know i knew a lot of artists in Asheville and so many of them were so disappointed because they're like oh here's this super famous cafe I'm gonna be I'm gonna sell so much work and they wouldn't and a lot of them didn't because um I I think I think the way to buy I think cafe sales I think that's some I my personal belief is that it'd be something that is an impulse buy Mm -hmm. that's going to be no more than a hundred dollars I would never go that what what, if someone wants to have a show in a cafe, I would advise you to have an op- opening there. So yeah. I think that's the only way to do it. Otherwise, it's just really, it's in the background. It's nice looking, yeah. nice, no one will ever buy. And I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't look at the art there and see, yeah. oh, that's something I can buy. So, but if you have an sh- uh, opening, it would be nice. So but otherwise, yeah. don't expect too much. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. And, but like another example for a time it really worked out well for me was um, I did a series. I used to have a series, and I think I've talked about it, the Sacred Mullet series, where mm-hmm. I was painting mullets as puns and very sacrilegious and weird. It's mm-hmm. very weird art, very specific well, humor. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I liked it. I would like to bring it back one day. I, that's a project that I would like to complete one day. Yeah. And I would like to make it a prayer book called a hair book and and have a little yeah and anyways um but I found my people was this weird hairstyle a weird hair salon and you know all the girls there had all the ladies there had like colorful hair and partly shaved heads and they absolutely freaked out about the mullets and absolutely loved them and like their enthusiasm and the color and style and flamboyance they bring to hairstyling was like my just fit this weird um, hair themed art perfectly and I did a show there I sold like half my pieces at that opening and it was wonderful yeah and that's where you when you find your spot you're like you feel you really feel seen and validated it was that was such a fun experience because everyone's like what is this but they weren't that surprised either because they come there you know they they also are getting their hair cut at this crazy place you know and it's like what is this oh but I love that and I think yeah I just have to find the right spot for your project or um, yeah yeah but I think that's really important and Actually, when I wrote my artist statement in my bio, I realized what I actually do and how much work I put in there. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So I, I shouldn't sell that for two, uh, a dollar or so. <laughs> it's really yeah, something. Yeah. It's so helpful. So I have a question for you then. So maybe we want to do a little workshop, or a little uh, uh, problem solving here mm-hmm. for a moment because I think about this um you know I'm working on writing my travel book Mm -hmm. and it's based off of my scrapbooks and I have Mm -hmm. about uh, probably a dozen from my travels um and so you know there's various pieces of art and I've, I've I have had them on display one time so my it was so minor they just Mm -hmm. some people just put my um put my art pieces in, put my scrapbooks, you know, open to one page in a uh, 
college bookcase. What are those? You know, those, those, yeah, those I, yeah, colleges, they have those like display, those glass covered displays mm -hmm. in the wall and you can walk by and look at some, you know, awards or something. And that was there. I didn't, I didn't, this was way early on. I didn't even think about, you know, I don't even think I made an announcement for it. I didn't have an opening. I was never there in person. You know? Okay. <laughs> all, I did all the things wrong. <laughs> don't do this. Well, it's okay. But anyways, I've, I've thought about re, I would, I don't know. I would, I think about bringing, doing it again. Mm -hmm. But how would I do it better, maybe? Well, you could have the, I don't know. Yeah, people would flip through the book, I think. Maybe you could. Make I think some of them are too delicate for maybe that. Make some prints and frame them. Or you have, make it digitally. So you make a video where you flip through the book. I don't know. <gasps> and just place some, some, some very nice prints on the wall. Just select the prints. Yeah, I really like the flip through. Yeah, that'd be super cool because they have those framed art. They have those like things nowadays where you can just be playing a video and it looks like it's in a frame. Yeah, that would be nice. So you can, I don't know if you can, but, but I think it's nice if it's just flip through all the time, all the time, and you can just watch it. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be neat to have the actual. And then I could have the book there open, mm -hmm. um, to one page. Yeah, I also have. I did start scanning them. Mm -hmm. But the idea that I would was going to reuse the artwork for books and things, um, I don't, I don't, since they're sketches, I don't feel like they're good enough to sell as a reproduced art, like maybe as a card, but like who wants to pay $10 for a print Without, could a scan from a page? You, you make more of them and you put them on the wall just print them out and put them on the wall how does it look like when they're just the pages next to each other like a gigantic wall <laughs> i don't know maybe that's yeah so to look at so you so maybe this wouldn't be to sell it maybe you could make something nice yeah but you've got me thinking now because like uh, when we th think about projects and goals i'm like my thing is like i want to do take i would like to use this show as a way to um create interest for the up upcoming book yeah so you that know? would be nice and what would be super cool is if i could make small sales from that show mm -hmm. and be like hey anything anything bought from the show is going towards publishing the the travel book kind of thing you could and like limited prints of, from every page i don't know maybe or a page one or two page i mean i mean so many of them are just you know, it's sketchbooks, they're not. Well, it's, okay. it's just to support the project. So you buy it, it's to support the project. Okay. I don't know, it's so. I like that. But it could be interesting. So you flip through it, you make a very nice video, and it would be <laughs> just fun to watch <laughs> somehow. Yeah. That's what I want to do. I want to have a show and I want to make a video. So I want to, to put a video up online where you can watch the show yeah so what is so maybe maybe i will what if 
I did this as a show to celebrate publishing mm-hmm. my first book, my, which will be my U.S. road trip. And you could sell the book there and, and limited print yeah. the book. And that would be, make total sense. That would make total sense. You have the sketchbooks and you can, maybe you, whatever comes into your mind, what you can also display there and have this um, flip through and then you sell your book. And print. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would make sense if I'm, if it's to bring awareness? The, uh, so the show itself would be bringing awareness to me trying to tr- create my travel book, right? Mm-hmm. My final one and being like, I'm writing a, the story of seeing all seven continents. Here's my first completed book. You can download it now, you know, QR code, whatever. Here's the, and then here's a display. Cause I think what'd be neat, then I could still just, I still, I like, I think it's more impactful to show all the sketchbooks. Yeah, all of it. I would show all of it. So, I mean, that's, that's just interesting. I think that's the process behind it. And that, that would interest me. And, I think it's not so much the single drawing or the single sketch that's interesting. It's just the whole of it, you know, the whole process of it that makes, yeah. makes it interesting. The whole story it tells. I have to go. I have to go uh, do an inventory on my sketchbooks. <laughs> I'm like, how many do I have? <laughs> but I think that's something. It's I find it very difficult to 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 realize what can I do, what can I show, and what can I make out of this. And I think I have to also think more and kind of projects. <laughs> so, and that, that's what I thought, I have these gigantic paintings now, what do I do with them? And I like the idea of having them in a book, in a way. I want to have them in video and in a book and maybe a print, I don't know if it works. So I have to find some way around the original. <laughs> you know what, I, you know what I have envisioned? Okay, is your, does, okay, I'm sorry, I have to keep getting clarification. So your, but your story ha- is, does it take place in space or is it more of a fantasy world? It's actually our, our Earth in, in the future. It's okay. where we live now. And all of it, it's the whole Earth in future? Is there some few key places? What, it, it's in, actually what's now France. It's in France, in the northern part. Okay. I don't know why I chose that. But okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's, uh, the story isn't so important from, from a visual art. It's part of it, but you don't have to know the story. But I can make something out of it. So I, it's just based on that. And I think it's the whole world that makes sense. And you don't have to read the story to understand it. But I, I still like to have this as some kind of book. <laughs> I don't know. It's, um... Really like, well, to me, it's so interesting. I'm thinking of yours because like you have these life-size drawings and paintings of characters from this book and like it's like you're pulling out like I feel like your the book is too small with how big the how big your vision is because you have your you have your life-size pieces already so that's already gonna be when I think of a a place what the what your um show would look like or installation what your installation would look like because you already have those it's you walk among them so it, it's very unsettling actually I had three of them here it's very they look at it it's very unsettling <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know why I did it but it's weird but somehow I, it's what I, they also like mirrors in a way because they're imaginary 
and I, they're from my imagination. I didn't use any photographs to, to paint them. That's, it's very important to me because, and I spend a lot of time with them and somehow they unfold in front of me. That's a very weird experience. <laughs> so it's like a communication with these people. And somehow they act like, kind of like mirrors when you look at them. And that's what I like because otherwise you just look at a portrait and think, oh, this person looks like this, but I don't want mm. to look like something, but to, I don't know, to reflect something back to you. you I don't know if it works, but that's my intention. That's what I mm. And it's, it's weird, but somehow <laughs> it interests me. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, You, you mentioned reflections and mirrors mm -hmm. often. Maybe it would be interesting to see some mirrors like added in. So you're like, you're mm -hmm. looking, you catch the reflection of yourself and a reflection of a painting. Oh, I like and that. And you have the paint, then you're in person with the painting. Oh, I like that. That could be added to it. So you just walk among them a, a bit and it looks unsettling. And how do you see yourself? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yeah, like what if there was like some floor-length mirrors? Or, you know, like that'd be interesting. Honestly, it makes sense in a way. It makes sense. And and the other thing, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't have the correct vision either. But like, I keep thinking of a what do you call what what is it that was? Oh, is it a diorama? No, that's not. What's it called when when you for architects and stuff when they do the little landscape of a, of a oh, yeah I know what you mean yeah kind of a model of whatever you have. yeah a model of 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 where the story takes place like I think of I keep envisioning like a very plain kind of white you know rolling hills the topography of the city and and countryside and the look of where the story takes place. And then have these life-size paintings around that. So it's like you have this, I feel like it's all, I feel like the way you're approaching it is is so out of scale. You know? <laughs> like you're talking about a book. Like we're talking about a book which you sit and hold in your hand and read. And then you're showing then you're displaying these characters as life-size paintings. So I just feel like we need more uh wrong and like different scales and I think it'd be interesting to have these life-size characters and then this like you uh, have to read the book while they are displayed around they surround you and you have to yeah, yeah. <laughs> but somehow yeah it is weird they are like I don't know what to do with them I thought about making prints on on, on, on fabric as well the same size maybe that would be something I have to find out if that if that's possible Oh yeah, you can totally. Um, what's really interesting now, what a lot of people are doing is create. Have you seen those um, uh, those woven blanket kind mm -hmm. of tapestries? I call them tapestries, but they're mm -hmm. more. They're just really a blanket, mm -hmm. but it's different colors of thread, and then it's so it's a limited color palette. But then you can oh, put okay. your art on it, and like like I think your stuff would translate to that really well. Well, that could be something. Yeah, so that's what I thought. Maybe some limited prints and just uh -huh. so you can put them up when you read. I really love <laughs> this idea. Actually, I love the idea of having if you if you end up finding uh, if there's a very important 
character, comforting character, something that would go well on a blanket. Can you imagine selling blankets to people so they can like cuddle up and read your book with your character on it? Although you put it up when you feel alone and this. Oh, or you can hang it. Yeah, it could be your wall hanging. I don't know. I have to think about it. It's 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 weird. <laughs> it's, a weird <laughs> it's really a weird project. I don't know why it's how it started, and that's how art is. So I I didn't plan this. So if yeah. someone would have if I would have thought about how can I sell make money out of art, I would never started this. I would have never. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and this is the thing that's helped me a lot. And I, I, don't, I can't remember if it's you that has told me or I've heard of other places, but like, you know, one of the things is like, once you realize what you can accomplish with the money and why you need the money, it, it's, it's easier to ask for. And like when, when we're talking about having this art show around my travels, mm -hmm. like it completely changes you know, like it makes total sense to me. Like, yes, this is how I'm going to help people understand mm -hmm. my vision. And this is how I'm going to find the support for it. Like, and this is, and this is where, what they can buy, you know, to help me and to be part of it. And, you know, like, it's not just, so now you've got me really excited. Yeah, okay. I think this whole project-based stuff is, you can, under, you can um, explain it to people. What's this project about? You could even write in st a statement about every project you, you you create so it makes sense so people understand what this is otherwise you have just a gigantic thing and i do this and i do that and it ops. i don't know it just uh, makes no sense to people and they have no idea what you're actually doing <laughs> yeah and, yeah well and that's me too <laughs> such, that's such a good example because it's like i feel my styles of art are so across the board like for the people who've never seen my sacred mullets and all of a sudden to throw that out there at, you know, next to a painting of, you know, the, the Schloss garden with all the inflow bloom, you know, an airlock and people are just like, what are you? <laughs> well, that's also my point. I have these figurative paintings. I create abstract art on canvas and I make these drawings. Mm -hmm. of trying, it makes no sense. I have to split this up into different projects. It's all, it all makes sense. And, when you combine it somehow, but it's too complicated for people. When they see all this, they see your vision paintings, and they see, and they don't understand. But when you have this these various projects, and you talk about yourself, what you what you're interested in as an artist, and then you talk about your project, so it makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, and 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 this is the thing, you know. This was the the teaching I got was, you know, you you are the the factor so if it came from you it's all connected some Absolutely. you know it the reasoning and the soup you know the recipe whatever it was the recipe for this project it can't you know connects to the other projects that are within you and I mean that's and that's the thing you know that's the part I you know my sacred mullets do have a commentary for my spirit of my spiritual beliefs and it's actually you know it's a little more of me turning my anger into humor you know over religion <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about that because they're just weird and funny like that's what they look like but really it's me being like you know screw this. <laughs> I think that that's what artists so they have different projects and they don't have to be all the same I think when you look at it like this it makes sense and you, you can explain it to people and they just have to deal with one project at a time <laughs> <laughs> yeah well 
and this is, and this is like this is my challenge and my thing to other artists is like you get to decide just how much or how little to share about your why and what and meaning you know and you know um I think another good example of, of that is talking about you know my travel art yes it's realistic it's pretty it's it's my favorite things you know like of an area and and it can look completely try not to be too dismissive of it but you know like to me they feel quite generic mm -hmm. even though it's my perspective and what I chose to paint and but you know it's there's this certain kind of arty artsy urban sketchy mm -hmm painting style that lot it's very similar to lots of people you know but you know that still has its own meaning to me you know about appreciating life and appreciating the mm -hmm. moment and capturing it and you know like I can get deep about that art or I can just be like oh look it's pretty here you go enjoy <laughs> yeah you can write about your why when you have it very philosophical and your artist, then you can write about your process, you can write about the materials you use. I wrote about why I use fabric because it can be torn, it can be soft, it can be comforting, it can be, I don't know, it can be soaked with memories and emotions and that stuff. You can write it like this. And depending on you, <laughs> what you want to share. And yeah, yeah. And this is the thing that I find so interesting is like I especially like my most difficult art to share is the spiritual art because that's that's this ongoing inner discovery and process for myself and I'm I'm some of it I'm um, painting to understand it so I have a really hard time even explaining that maybe that's not to, to show that's what I think maybe some of this transformational work is really just for you to like yeah some of it. that's what oh, I yeah sometimes sometimes I create art that's very yeah that's like this and it's not meant for the public but from to talk to myself <laughs> yeah really yeah. Maybe yeah that's it yeah I definitely have those scrapbooks as well <laughs> those sketchbooks as well yeah, maybe you but like I do them. I do from that I do create some finished pieces mm -hmm. you know and those pieces are meant to be are meant to help other people on their spiritual journey and they're meant to be out there and shared and um what I love about those is like it's it's my personal mm -hmm. experience but each person has a different personal experience with that painting I like which that. I just absolutely love or interpretation um and I think and and those those paintings are a practice of connectedness of like we are we are all one and here's something very deep about myself and it's going to um have your have its own relationship with you i like that and also the very personal stuff i i, I sometimes think maybe it's it's not there to be shown when it, when i speak of my, yeah maybe maybe later when, when we're long dead and famous and they <laughs> then they find it interesting and put it on this place somewhere. no just just joking but maybe that's what i think sometimes i think no this is not yeah yeah no, but yeah, yeah. I, I do find it funny the the art the spiritual stuff I do in my sketchbooks are very rudimentary. They're not, they're not good. It's not good art. 
and but they're very deep and meaningful for me and so it's kind of I don't mind I actually don't mind sharing it because people see it and it's it's good or bad and that's it like eh okay next and I'm like yeah yeah you totally missed the point of this that's fine by me (laughs) you know because I'm not gonna tell you about it but and so and so that way it's kind of like it's safe being shared because it's so it's such bad art (laughs) what happens to me sometimes when I do some personal stuff and some scribbles I um come back to them and find them very interesting and then I make some real art of out of them that happens to me Mm -hmm. so they inspire me somehow and I develop them further or I have an idea when I look at it that's what happens to me so nice there's always a difference for me when it comes to my per- very personal stuff that's about oh, I don't feel and you make art like this you know <laughs> and one day I have a request and we can think about it maybe one day when we meet up we'll trade we can look through our I'll show you my personal sketchbooks if you show me yours. <laughs> I'll have, have angry art and I don't know if it's any good. It doesn't matter. It felt good to create. <laughs> and I don't know if it's good art. Maybe it's not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. And for those, for those moments, you know, I look at these, I look at some of these really ugly pages and you know, and I, and you can look at the finished product, but really what I'm looking at when I look at it is remembering what I was going through and what I was working through and what I was, you know, the conversation I was having as I painted. Yeah. And sometimes there's a complete message and sometimes it's just, I just got tired of yeah. painting and I quit. So like, it's something I can pick up and either keep working on, on that page or start that conversation again. Mm. But that sounds, I think that sounds interesting. I want to see your travel books. I want to see your sketchbook. <laughs> yeah, I do. And this is the thing, I'm trying to share more on TikTok, but it's really hard for me to tell my stories in a minute or less. I mean, people have no attention span. What's really best is that I can tell it in 15 seconds. That's what I, actually, that's what I thought. I thought I have to go out there, make some more videos and write some blog posts because I think I have to, I don't have even, I don't have to share it on Instagram or something, but I have to have it on my website. That's what I think. Come on, come on TikTok. I will, I don't have any videos now, but that's my task for this week. So I make this public. I want to make a video. <laughs> a very short one. I want to make a video and write a blog post maybe. I have to get used to that. I think that's also part of being an artist. So, ah. Uh. Yeah, sharing. Yeah, sharing. <laughs> you have to, otherwise we're just people sitting at home creating yeah. stuff that I don't know and, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the thing. It's not this is the thing that I can't get over. It's like it's not complete unless I share it. This, and this is the thing about my travel stories. This is what makes me so mad. It's like I made the travels, I did the travels. You know, it's my own experience. And now, 20 years later, I'm like, it's not complete because I haven't told the story for other people to have their own experience. Like, I specific, like, a big reason I did these travels was because it was a story that not everyone can have. And, like, I'm keeping other people just from living through, you know, living it, um, living the experience just, you know from my perspective, not. Yeah, but I think you're ready to show it. You're working on it. And I think sometimes that's also what I have to learn is patience. At the moment, <laughs> I'm creating my work. I can't 
simultaneously sell it or market it or whatever, I have to create it. <laughs> That's yeah. I, I, yeah, I need to learn patience. So create it and then do the next step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think you've given me a new thing I need to go work on. I need to go work on some self-forgiveness because I am pretty <laughs> mad at myself that it's taken me 20 years to actually get serious about sharing these. But 20 maybe that's maybe that's okay. I mean, it's just the time it takes. <sighs> but it's now, so you always have now. It's always yeah, I have now. Exactly. But like I've wasted. I feel like I've wasted so much time. Oh, or no. it's not really twenty three years because if we go, I I completed my travels in two thousand eight. But I like I like the saying saying when someone says oh I want to learn to play the piano and someone says oh it takes you 10 years oh gosh well look in 10 years I will and the other person says okay you can look in 10 years <laughs> you will be, either be able to play the piano or not so 10 years will pass anyway so yeah I mean how old will I be when I can play the piano exactly as old as it will be in 10 years when you don't learn to play the piano <laughs> this is me i'm old now and i still don't have my book done that's what i'm saying it doesn't matter so how long it takes it doesn't matter actually i mean as long as you're still alive you can do it yeah i mean well now i feel like i'm kind of like pushing destiny that covid and the planet ending <laughs> i'm in my 40s actually i don't try to think about it. that's something that my my coma told me it's, it doesn't matter. It's always as long as, as it is. I mean, I'm here now and I don't, mm. I don't think about this anymore. I did this also. I thought, oh, I wasted time and how long will it take? And now I'm, I'm just trying to be here and do whatever is necessary now. Yeah. I can't help it. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just all we have. <laughs> and I, I think I need to hear that message at least every week. So <laughs> I'm glad we're <laughs> I can tell you. I can tell you every week. <laughs> I can have to repeat it to myself also. So <sighs> I guess I I have my I have spent most of my life regretting the time I've wasted. That's like I basically every day. Oh, I wasted. You know, and that's I'm always in that. That's my most common mode of thinking. <laughs> But honestly, this regretting also takes time. I mean, if you True. just skip the regretting and do something else with it, maybe it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the regretting, I love it. Stop. You're right. Yeah, maybe just give it a chance. So you can choose. Do I want to regret or do I want to do something else instead? I mean, we always have a choice what to do. Yeah. I love, I've, I've really gotten into that. You know, like this is my, my thing. I'm always, I can, I speak it a lot, you know, create the life you want, create your dreams and create and do it and take action and just take that, the little steps. And that's like my thing over and over and over. And then, but I also forget that, you know, that, that kind of mindset just doesn't have much time or space for the regretting. <laughs> I mean, that it's totally human. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we operate. I love it. No regrets. Oh. Don't be too hard on yourself when you 
find yourself regretting again, it's okay. Just think, okay, I'm doing it again. Maybe I don't want to. Maybe I do something. <laughs> so don't be kind to yourself. <laughs> it's my, my, yeah. I have a lot of advice today. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. You know, and maybe I need to get back into blogging because I, when I was traveling, I had such, I loved my perspective so much on my travels. And a huge, huge reason for it was because I had a blog. And once a week, I was going to write home about what had happened. And so every time, I was whatever situation I was in, I was already figuring out how I was going to narrate it and retell it to my friends. And it really influenced so many of my choices because things would go to crap and I'd be like, okay, how are we going to tell this story? You know, like, am I furious? Am I dejected and giving up? You know, like, and I'd I'd ask myself, like, I wasn't, you know, like, I'm a, I'm a slow at processing my feelings. And then you know, and usually it was like, well, this is going to be interesting or, you know, oh, this is a plot twist. And, you know, I've seen this as a, as a meme here and there, like anything life doesn't go your way, just say plot twist and move on, you know? And so I just haven't gotten back to that mindset now that I'm not thinking about somebody else's reaction. Blocks are still great. Blocks are still great. They don't have to be huge. They don't have to be, I don't know, 2000 words. I love Logs. I they like to read. Actually, sometimes I even love to read instead of what, watching a video. It's <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe that's why I think maybe you should do it too. We should do both, maybe videos and blogs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I just what I just wrote down. I was like, maybe I can start my TikTok vlogging. You know, write about my talk about my week and my learning lessons and things. Yeah, you could do that. Just and just go on, and so it makes only it makes sense when you look at it from the beginning so it's not just a separate video but a series yeah exactly i have to stop blogging again yeah i haven't done it in ages yeah you're a writer <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense and um, oh, i skipped so many blog posts for the client so so i have yeah i think yeah. i have resources left I, the, the two lessons, though, that I really tried to, the other reminder I need all the time is, you know, what's easy and fun and find that and do it. And that's one of the reasons I quit the blogging, because what was easy and what I was doing when I traveled, it was a mass email list. There was no posting. There was no editing. There was no, there was no logging in to my website or whatever. I just wrote my email. I had my list of people that were receiving it, and I sent it off you know, and once I started to try to do newsletters and blogs, oh my goodness, and the SEO, and then the hashtags, you don't need, and the, you don't need actually, you don't I was, just write your blog, and yeah, I was done writing, you know, <laughs> I was sick of writing, you know, what? I'm, a writer. I'm a copywriter, and I don't care about SEO, not at, I mean, okay, when you, when you write a good blog article, the SEO is taken care of in a way, I should forget about this, it's just, it takes yeah. so much time. Just write interesting blog posts, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. You need that clickbait article. You know, you need that clickbait. You know, title. How to do? How are you going to write the right title? And then. Oh, I never. Actually, I never did that. I wrote an article about some Irish whatever that has fifteen thousand views. I mean, I didn't do any clickbait with that. Wow. It was just an interesting article. I hope <laughs> it's. I think it's just don't you don't have to put too much. I think it's more important to write some interesting blog posts and 
enthusiastic about instead of just fiddling around with SEO all the time and being yeah. unhappy with it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, if if you can afford it, you can hire someone who does that for you, maybe. I, yeah, I that's what I'd like. I don't know if it's so necessary. I think it's just keep blogging. <laughs> Yay. Oh, you have inspired me. I am on fire. I'm going to go that's look good. at that's start curating my art show and organize and scan all my travel journals. And I got to go write and keep editing on my book. I've, I'm, I'm now, well, I'm now on to day like one of the official travels I've done my intro oh, I've introduced people of what I was like growing up and going to arts high school and then the catalyst of what I did after school for two years and then I got my first week of travel was visiting friends and so I'm about to write that's interesting my bit yeah now is the now it's exciting now it's the to the exciting part and I I, I had a slow start with like oh how much of my childhood and life and growing up do I really have to include and I got so bored like reliving my life that I was like that's not good for the readers <laughs> so um yeah so we're in I'm in North Dakota and my first campsite and I'm, I'm, I'm interested I, I will read it I will definitely read it I'm interested yeah. in the travel section yeah that's what I'm interested in <laughs> yeah and I and um yeah yep yeah, so yeah, cliffhanger for our listeners. And, and uh, oh, and I'll do a quick self-plug if you want to actually read the first draft. Mm-hmm. Full story is available up on Medium and I'm at Rachel Shores and I'll try to put a link for that. Yeah, in our- do that, do some, 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 some advertising for it. Yeah. We should do that more often. <laughs> yeah. I will. And one day I'll even have ways you can help support and fund the book. Yeah. <laughs> So what I'm going to do, maybe we should do that also every week. I will just write a bit more about my art. I have to write something about a certain piece. I already begun. It's very difficult <laughs> to do that. And then I will rework my website because it's crappy in a way and it could be better. <laughs> I will start my blog there again. That's what I'm going to do. I will take care of my website this week. Very nice. And create a video so find me somewhere <laughs> I don't know visit my website and look out for the video I don't know I hope I can maybe I put some pressure on me to, to really do it yes oh that sounds great yeah you're you're on the way real artist all the way um do we have a last um summaries our summary sentence for our list, listeners yeah well my advice was just to, if you don't want to write your artist statement, at least uh, spend some time thinking about your art, what you're actually doing, and just looking for the spaces and the people who fit. Um, and yeah, that's what I would advise. Yeah, I'd say know yourself and you'll know where your art belongs. And But be honest with yourself. When you said, yeah, this watercolor cards and gift shops, I think you have to go deeper than just Maybe you have to be honest with yourself and really look at it. And maybe that's where the, the art assessment really helps when you go deep into the philosophy. And then, because at first glance, it might look the same. They can, oh, I also make, you know, you go there because you haven't looked deeply enough. Maybe that's something you should do. Just not really know what kind of art you're doing and what it's, what it's 
for or who it is meant for. Maybe that's something we should spend time with. Yeah. And do we have an Instagram question? Hmm. Maybe what's what's your art about? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that I would. I, yeah, I want. I have a question for people: Is like if you look at your art, like thinking outside of the box, where would you like to see your art, or where or how would you like to see your art displayed? If there was no oh, that's limits, yeah. that's a good one. Just one sent, one or two sentences. Just keep it short. Yeah. And especially if you can kind of describe, you know, like let us know what kind of art you do and then what kind of space would really accentuate it. Yeah, just like a little challenge to maybe get a bit closer to what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Art as a collection. Awesome. Well, I'm on fire. Oh, that's good. I think I have to, I have to lie down because I'm very, very exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> Works on Sunday, so how much excitement? <laughs> I, I'm exhausted because of excitement. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm. I think I have more clarity somehow what to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to do a blog and a video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, super exciting. Okay. Okay. Then. It was wonderful talking to you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And see you next week. And goodbye. <laughs> Bye.